You're listening to Ideal Practice, episode number eight. And today, y'all, we are diving into the good stuff. We're going to be talking about pricing. How the heck do you set your rates? How do you know what to charge? Well, don't worry. I got you covered. I got you back. I'm going to help you with this. In fact, I've created a little worksheet that's going to help you figure this out for yourself. But I should warn you, I don't do this like everyone else. I've got a different way of thinking about it. And I think you're going to find it super interesting. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Wendy Pitts-Reeves, and with over two decades of experience in the private practice world, I've built my six-figure business while learning a lot of lessons the hard way. This is the first podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of energy, alignment, and strategy to build a practice that is profit-centered, but people-forward. This is the Ideal Practice Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ideal Practice. This is Wendy, and I am so glad you're here. I'm loving the reviews that you're beginning to share on the podcast. Just last week, I read one from Mackenzie Russell, who I actually happened to meet when I organized a little local hangout at a coffee shop for local providers a few weeks ago. And Mackenzie wrote, this podcast has been so helpful to me. She said, as a therapist new in private practice, Wendy's topics are relevant and helpful, and the journal prompts have given me the opportunity to delve a little further into my discomforts and confidence. Well, I love that. Thank you, Mackenzie. And if you, like Mackenzie, are getting something from these episodes, if you're learning something, a new strategy, a new tactic, a new way to think about things, if you find yourself feeling a little uncomfortable, but in a good way, then I would love for you to write a review as well. And you never know. I might even post it here on the podcast. So be sure and do that wherever you happen to be listening to this. So before I dive into today's content, did you hear the announcement that I made at the end of episode number seven? I told you that week about um, the, the new process that I'm working on. It's a new framework that I call the IP360, Ideal Big Picture Review of all the different factors that go into running a healthy private practice. And I'm looking for folks to help me test the concepts that I have in this new program that I'm creating. So I'm looking for volunteers, just a handful, who can, who are willing to spend some one-on-time, one-on-one time with me. We will take about two hours to go into a deep dive review of your practice. And I think Based on the feedback that I'm getting from those who have done this so far, this is incredibly helpful to people. They are finding it clarifying, illuminating, uh, thought-provoking, and most folks are coming out of it with a pretty clear action plan for how to move forward on the things that they want to do in their practice. So if you're interested in that, I still have a few slots. Um, I'm taking, this is volunteer only. You can't buy this. It is not available for sale. Not yet. I don't want to do that until I know that I have it exactly right. So reach out to me offline if you want to do that. You can send an email to me at wendy at wendypittsreeves.com or shoot me a DM on Facebook. That works as well. Um, so I wanted to cover that real quick. Want to make sure you knew about that. And I think that's it. 
Yeah, that's it. So let's dive into the topic for today, because this is one I know you guys love, I know you need it, and I know it's going to help you. But before we dive in, let me share a little story that illustrates how critical it is that you get your pricing right. It's kind of an embarrassing story, I will tell you. It always makes me laugh and sort of cringe a little bit at the same time. But nonetheless, this is how we learn, right? This is this is, was one of my early lessons about the importance of accurate pricing. So years ago, back when I first started my practice, I was brand new at it. I was really involved in the community and I volunteered for a lot of different things. And somewhere along the way, I found myself serving on an advisory group of sorts that met with a local um, organization that basically helped us to negotiate our rates with a managed care company. So I was in a, a meeting one day in a group with a bunch of my colleagues, a bunch of my peers from my region, while we were talking about insurance rates and reimbursement rates and, you know, how the policies we wanted this company to enact and It was a great meeting. It was a lot of fun. It was very informative. And it felt really good, actually, to have some input into that uh, at that time. But when the meeting was over, the psychologist who ran that organization pulled me aside. He said, hey, Wendy, have you got a minute? And of course, I said, yes. And he said to me, he said, I want to let you know we're getting your claims because that's how this worked. I would, we would file claims with his organization and they would then pass those along to the insurance company. And he said, we're getting your claims. They're great. Thank you so much for turning those in. And we are going to get those processed and taken care of as soon as we can. But I just wanted to tell you, you don't have to send us your discounted rate. Just send us what you actually charge. We'll handle that with the insurance company. Don't feel like you've got to do that. And I was <laughs> I was like, um, okay, sure. Um, absolutely. Thanks. I appreciate that. And then I walked out to the hall and down to my car and just laughed because I was sending him my actual rates. Those weren't my discounted rates. He thought I was sending in this low rate because it's what the insurance was going to pay us back. Yeah, no, I was just that much lower than everybody else. (laughs) So here's the thing, guys, we have got to fix this and make sure that doesn't happen to you. So let me give you one quick heads up. I'm going to, I've got a free worksheet for you that will help you sort this out. And I'm going to tell you how to get it. And then we're going to talk this through a little bit, okay? You, you, can, you don't have to have this before you hear the podcast, but I want to make sure you get it. So you'll get it by going to my website, which is wendypittsreeves.com forward slash pricing. wendypittsreeves.com forward slash pricing. And that will take you to a download for this free worksheet that I want you to have that's going to help you. But let's talk this through first. So here's the thing. Knowing how to set your rates is a key piece of your marketing. This guy thought I was underpricing myself on purpose. He didn't know that I was underpricing myself actually for real by accident because I didn't know. Because, you know, I was new to practice and I had some sense of how people set their rates. Here's what most people do the the wrong way. And it's what I think of as comparison shopping, y'all. What most of us do is we say, if you're a healing, if you're in the psychotherapy world, you might check 
other people's profiles on psychologytoday.com. If you're really creative and brave, you might check with call a couple of insurance companies and ask them to send you a copy of their reimbursement schedule, which is a list of their rates. You might ask friends and colleagues, hey guys, what are you all charging in your practice? I don't even know where to start. Or if you're, you know, even braver, you might even call a couple of providers and pretend to be a a client (laughs) and say, I might want to come see you. What do you charge? But here's the problem, because if you do it that way, if essentially what you do is take the temperature of everyone who's around you, there's a really good chance that you're going to make a very common mistake. And it is exactly the mistake that I made. And that is, you will then price your services lower than everyone else. Yeah, There may be an exception or two out there, but most of you are going to do it this way. And you might do that for a couple of reasons. You might price yourself lower because you think that's what you're worth. You think you're too new or you think your skills aren't where everyone else is or you think, you know, that you don't have the right level of credentials or whatever. Or you might set your rates lower than what those around you are doing because you think that will get you business. You know, if my rates are cheaper, then people will call me. But here's the problem with that. You're being a comparison shopper. So you're basically racing to the bottom of the barrel. And you are going to attract comparison shoppers. The kind of folks who call you are not going to be those who are looking for the best practitioner, the best helper, the best healer. They're going to be the tire kickers, y'all who are just trying to find the cheapest service. And although we all know what it's like to try to shop around and try to find something that's the best rate, and there's nothing wrong with that, in a nutshell, that's not what you want when it comes to healing work, right? That's not what you want for yourself, and it's certainly not what you want for your clients. So that's the problem. That's the wrong way to do it. And if that's what you've been doing, I got good news for you. I got a better way. So some of you may have heard me talk about this before. I often talk about the importance of what I call SOS. This is sort of um, an approach I want you to bring to your practice. And that is, I want you to stand in your value. I want you to own your offer. And I want you to focus on service. Stand in your value, own your offer, focus on service. So what do I mean by that? I mean, get really clear about the value of the good that you do, the value of the work, the value of what you bring to the table. I mean, not apologizing for what you charge, but owning it with pride, with clarity, with conviction. And I mean that whatever you charge, you are always focusing on service because your goal ultimately is to help your clients do better, right? Of course it is. This is part of it. So what does that mean? Let's take a closer look. In particular, let's talk about what it means to stand in your value, because this is where I see people really tripping up. I got a couple of questions I want to ask you, and I want you to think about these. First of all, do you have any special skills that you bring to the table? Are you, for example, trained in EMDR or hypnosis or 
AAIT, acceptance and integration training? Are you perhaps um, an energy healer who combines energy work with tarot and crystals? Are you, as one of my friends is, a physical therapist, a, a credentialed, licensed, <laughs> proper physical therapist who also offers Feldenkrais as part of her work? Do you have a unique combination of skills, a unique level of skills, a unique type of skill that not just anybody around you has? If so, that makes that means something and that's important and I want you to recognize it and I want you to own it. Do you offer a special service such as maybe you work with people's pets? Maybe you work with children in an industry where people don't really often do that. Maybe you work with full families. Maybe it's not who you work with. Maybe it's the time of day or the day of the week that you work. Maybe you offer services in the evening. A, uh, a therapist at the group practice that I used to run moved into town and fairly quickly began offering services on Sundays, which is pretty much unheard of here in the Bible Belt where I live. Let me tell you, those slots filled almost instantly. So is there something unique about the type of services that you offer? Do you do in-home work when no one else does? Were you once doing uh, virtual work online when everybody else was in person? Or nowadays, are you one who does it in person when everybody else is virtual? Any of those ways of delivering your service or type of service that you deliver is worth paying attention to because all of that makes you unique and valuable, all right? And then, do you have a special type of experience that you bring to the table? For example, do you just have a lot of years in your field? You've just been doing this for a while, so you know things. Or perhaps you've trained with some of the best minds in the country, or like one of my colleagues has done, traveled around the world to get the absolute best training she could possibly get. Perhaps it's not about your credentials or your training. Perhaps you just have life experience that means a lot. I know several, I have several friends who are therapists who are in recovery. And although they may not put that on their website or talk about it in their open marketing, folks in the recovery world know who they are. And of course, they get a steady stream of clients who come to them because they know they get them. They understand you know where I'm from because you have been here too. I want to see you. I am right now, I'm coaching a therapist in the Midwest who has a ton of um, experience with ADHD. She's got, uh, her husband has it. Some of her kids have it. It's something she has lived with very, of course, closely in her own family. It's something she has a ton of experience with. It's something she has made it her business to learn to understand she is passionate about it. She's skilled at it. She under, She gets it, right? When your clients know that you are like them in some way, you get them because you have walked the walk they walk. That makes you stand out, right? And I didn't even, I don't usually even say this, but this just occurred to me. It can also help you if you have a unique approach, a particular type of personality, um, and what made me think about this is I myself tend to be a little pushy with folks. And many, many years ago, I had a colleague who referred somebody to me because she said, yeah, I'm going to send this woman to you because she needs somebody who's going to give her a kick in the pants. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh dear, is that what I do? You know, I was like immediately like worried about that. And she said, oh yeah, and it's good because that's what she needs. And I realized like that was an aha moment for me when I realized that something that I often felt like I had to apologize for, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be so pushy, but I really think you could do this, was actually a strength and was something that certain people would seek out. So of course, I began to own that in how I talked about what I did. And I took that into account whenever I set my rates or put my packages together. So if you have any of these, y'all, special skills, special training, if you offer your work in a, in a special way, special services or a unique time of day or to a unique population, if you have bring unique experiences, either professional or personal to the table, any of those means your rates should probably be a little higher. And you know what happens when you do that? When you do that, you're going to find that you get better clients on every level because people will come to you. They will seek you out because you do something that no one else can. Special skills, hours that work for them, a life they can relate to. That's worth paying for. And they will. I'm telling you, not only will they pay more for it, they will drive for it. They will go to trouble to meet you. If it means having to take vacation time to get off of work to see you, they will. I know a psychologist who is absolute magic with kids. She has clients who drive over two hours each way just to bring their children to see her. She's that good. Well, my guess is that you're that good too. Once you give yourself permission to sit down and think about this and recognize it. Let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, At the beginning of the pandemic, I was working with a yoga teacher who just happened to also be in the Midwest, actually. And in her region, from what I could tell, yoga instructors were charging rock bottom rates for the work that they did. It was really quite remarkable how low they were. And as she and I worked together and she got clearer about who she served, how she served them, why she did what she did, as she began to get clearer about what mattered most to her, and she got better at talking about that, she also began to raise her rates. And when the pandemic hit, this was a yoga teacher who had never done anything online. And her particular population were folks who often had mild disabilities and actually had trouble getting to class or had trouble doing yoga, but they were exactly the kind of folks that she most wanted to serve. When the pandemic hit, y'all, she took her to took her work online, went 100% virtual practically overnight, taught herself how to do that, learned how to teach classes online, and began raising her rates. And over the first few months of the pandemic, she raised her rates three times. And you know what happened every time her rates went up? Her caseload went up. Think about that. Every time she raised her rates, her caseload went up. She had more students. She had more energy. She had more momentum. She had more joy. Don't you think she showed up for her clients in a better way? Of course she did. There was also the time when I coached a therapist who lived on the East Coast and was moving to the West Coast. And her primary focus was on working with couples in a variety of different ways. 
And when she moved across country, she also had to go online, but this was actually before the pandemic, before everyone else was doing that. So it was a brand new idea. She took her work online and raised her rates. And in her case also, even though the nature of the work changed, her clients valued her so much, they didn't care. They were just grateful they still got to work with her, no matter where she lived. And her caseload went up. I'm telling you, that's how this works. So I really want you to get clear about all the different aspects that go into your rates. And I want you not to play small. I want you to own your offer. Own your authority, y'all. Claim the good that you bring to the table. So like I said earlier, go and get your free worksheet. Go to www.wendypittsreeves.com. Don't miss those extra S's in there. WendyPittsReeves.com forward slash pricing to get your free download. And then here's what I want you to do. I want you to take maybe 15, 20 minutes to sit with that worksheet and please let yourself play with it, run with it. Don't hold back. And then after you've done this, you are going to be amazed, y'all, at what comes out of it. And then I want you to take a look at your rates and especially at how you came up with them. Pay attention to the feelings that come up when you think about them. Are they good? Do you find yourself thinking, you know what? I feel pretty good about that. Actually, I feel great about that. That feels entirely appropriate. Or do you find yourself feeling a little resentful or icky? Like, oh my gosh, I'm not charging nearly enough. I I didn't even realize what all I I brought to the table. If it's negative, if your gut reaction once you've completed this worksheet is a sense of, uh, then you've got a change to make, my friend. And I encourage you to do so. So take some time to complete that worksheet that I've created for you and ask yourself, what might be possible for you when you own your value? Well, I'll tell you, you're going to know what to charge. And just for fun, I might say, whatever number you come up with, bump it up 5%. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. That's what I got for you today. Have a good one. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here today. But before you go, I've got a question for you. Have you ever wished you could have access to a coach or a mentor or a consultant who stood outside your business or your practice who could help you take an unbiased look at it to decide what's working, where you stand, to talk about where you want to go, and perhaps help you figure out how to get there. Well, I've got an opportunity for you. I'm developing a new program, a new tool, a new process. And I'm looking for volunteers to help me test it. In the future, you'll be able to buy this, but not yet. Not until I know it's exactly the way I want it to be. So I'm looking for 12 volunteers who are at any stage of practice development. You're just getting started. You're ready to make the leap from part-time to full-time. Or you've been at it for a good while and you just know things could be better. If you're interested in taking me up on this, shoot me a DM on Facebook or send an email to me at wendy at wendypittsreeves.com. 
and tell me why you think your practice would be a good one to do this with. We'll be spending a couple of hours together, one-on-one, taking a deep dive look into your particular practice. This is a golden opportunity, y'all. Folks pay me a lot of money for this kind of access. And I'm offering it for free to 12 of you who this could really help. So reach out if you're interested. And with that, have an awesome week, everybody. And I will see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.